Hello. Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Abominable Snow Kittens. The swift falling snow soon obscured their footprints, and Dinky said, We're lucky again. No one's going to be able to follow us. They ran for a few minutes, and then they stopped to rest. <sighs> Lila said, I don't believe it. We made it. We escaped. Bramble said, Yeah, but we're freezing, and we don't know where we are. Dinky said, We're in the woods. I mean, where in the woods? Oh. Bramble said, We're lost, and we don't have any food. Dinky said, Well, that's not the worst part. The worst part is, we're in the realm of the abominable snowcat. Bramble said, The what? Oh, it's just a bloodthirsty wildcat that likes to tear you to pieces. Lila said, Isn't that just a legend? Dinky said, No, it's not a legend. It's a wildcat. Bramble said, We should probably seek shelter. Well, they found a little cave and they peeked inside but saw a wild skunk sleeping there. <laughs> it was a regular sized skunk, but to them it was huge because they were little compared to humans. It would be like if you stepped into the lair of a giant prehistoric bear and the skunk went, Ah! ah! Lila, Bramble, and Dinky ran away. They found another cave, a huge one. They peeked inside but found it was the den of an actual bear, which was about the size of a whale to them. Ah! Lila, Bramble, and Dinky ran away. They found no other shelters, and they were getting colder and colder. And Lila said, where can we go? Ah! Suddenly she slipped and fell down a small cliff. Ah! She caught her leg on a hidden branch at the bottom and broke her leg. And her friends went, Lila! And they rushed down to help her. And Lila said, oh, it hurts so much. She was holding her broken leg and shivering. Uh. Bramble said, we should huddle together for warmth. Or you two should. I can't huddle. I'd poke you. Well, Dinky tried to keep Lila warm, and Bramble said, I'll go gather sticks to build a shelter, and then we'll try to splint your leg. Lila said, oh, okay. She looked gray and unhealthy. So Bramble left and scoured the surrounding wood for sticks. And while he was gone, Dinky and Lila huddled together, and Lila tried to shield Chester from the falling snow. She said, I'm so sorry, little guy. I think this might be the end of the line for us. Bramble, meanwhile, was gathering armfuls of wood, and then he thought he heard something moving in the darkness behind him. But when he turned to look, he saw only dark trees and falling snow. But then he heard a stick snap right behind him, and he threw up his many arms and dropped all the wood he had gathered, and he went, no, the abominable snowcat. And Dinky said, no, it's just the abominable me. Dinky, what are you doing here? Where's Lila? Dinky looked scared and he said, she's not moving. I think she died. Oh no, Bramble said. Maybe she, maybe she just fainted from pain and cold and exhaustion. Oh. And they rushed back to see what had happened to their friend. But Lila was gone. Bramble said, where is she? What happened? Lila, where are you? And Dinky said, maybe we can ask whoever that is. And he pointed into the darkness at a pair of glowing cat eyes. Bramble shook with fear. Whoa, whoa, what is that? Dinky said, it's probably just the abominable snow cat. They caught a glimpse of the massive beast as it stepped between the trees. It was the size of a house cat, which meant it was larger than a lion to Bramble and Dinky, much larger. 
And Dinky said, oh, it's kind of cute. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Growled the snow cat. And they saw that it had something in its mouth. It was Lila. <gasps> Bramble said, put her down. And Dinky said, bad kitty. The snow cat turned and ran into the woods. <laughs> Bramble and Dinky ran after it, but the beast had soon outpaced them and was lost to sight. So they followed the snow cat's footprints through the snow. <laughs> Bramble said, it's going to eat her. And Dinky said, I never knew it was her destiny to turn into cat food. This is horrible. Well, they followed the footprints for over an hour, struggling to see in the darkness. Luckily, it wasn't snowing anymore, so the snowcat footprints weren't erased. At last, just a little before dawn, they saw where the tracks ended, at a dark cave in a rock wall. Bramble and Dinky stopped a few feet away from the entrance, and Dinky said, Do you think Lila's at least a little bit alive, like at least her head, so she can still talk to us? Bramble said, No, you need your whole body to be alive, not just your head. Dinky said, no, you don't need your whole body. Like, I don't need my tail. Well, Lila doesn't have a tail. Yeah, but you can be alive if you lose an arm or a leg, right? Bramble said, yes. So maybe the snowcat just ate her arms and legs and, and belly and stuff, but the head's still alive. Bramble said, let's just see if we can save her. So they crept up to the cave entrance, and they peeked inside, letting their eyes become adjusted to the darkness. The mama snowcat wasn't there, but they saw four adorable fluffy snowcat kittens. They were purring, and Lila was snuggled in with them. She looked a lot healthier. She wasn't gray and cold looking. And just then, sunlight burst through the trees as the sun rose, and Lila blinked awake and smiled at her friend. She went, Bramble, Dinky. Dinky said, are you alive? Lila said, yes. Bramble said, what happened? Lila said, I, I, I fainted, I guess. I was so cold and hurt. I thought I was going to die. But then the snowcat mama picked me up and brought me here. Dinky said, to feed to her kittens? No, I, just to warm me up and save my life, I think. Dinky said, that's adorable. Then they heard, and the mama snowcat returned with a limp bowl dangling from her mouth. And Dinky said, Ah, hi, what's your name? To the vole. But the vole didn't answer because it wasn't a talking animal. Also, it was dead. The snow kittens began nursing while the mom feasted on the vole. And Bramble said, Ah, uh, should we get out of here? Lila said, No, I don't think they'll hurt us. I think we can stay. She was right. For some strange reason, the usually bloodthirsty mountain cat treated them like they were her own kittens. The fortunate four spent the rest of that winter with the snow cats while Lila's leg healed. There were a series of smaller caves off the main one, and inside those smaller caves the three friends found edible funguses and mosses and berries and grubs. They had just enough food to make it through the winter. And what a winter it was! It was the snowiest, coldest winter in the whole history of Magic Woods. The Great War between the Tardaki and the Slurkworms and the Mimis had to be postponed until spring. And the fortunate four stayed safe and warm the whole time with a cluster of fuzzy wildcats. Well, that's the end of the story, The Abominable Snow Kittens. The next story is called 
Briarfield by Eagle. Goodbye. <laughs>